0: Pastor Mike McCoy welcoming you to the time of truth. But I'm in my favorite Old Testament Bible story today, First Samuel chapter number seventeen. First Samuel chapter number 17. I appreciate everybody coming. I listen to the services. Good services, you know. You know when a pastor knows if he's done his job or not. It's not how many shows up. It's what happens when he's not there. When he's not there and he's not even missed, and it just rolls right on like it's supposed to. Praise God. He he, he just says hallelujah. Right. I mean that that's 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 a blessing uh, you don't even know. And well, I appreciate you just coming and doing what you know you need to do. If, if people are serving pastors, they're in the wrong place. It can't be, you can't serve the pastor. You got to serve the Lord. It's all about him. If you're serving your denomination, uh, uh, you're in the wrong place. It's not in denominations. As a matter of fact, you won't find that in the Bible. Uh, the, uh, the uh, that's man made. Yeah man-made the denominations. Uh, Jesus has got salvation. That's what he's got. And uh, the word of God to guide us. First Samuel chapter 17, verse number nine, am going to read one verse, I'm going to tell you a story that you already know. Everybody in this building knows about David and Goliath. Everybody here. If you're here and you don't know about David and Goliath, you've not been to church very much. And I'm going to help you because I'm going to explain it to you. 1 Samuel 17, 19, are you there? Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Eli fighting with the Philistines. Father, I love you. I thank you for this day, this time, and I need you. Lord, we need you now more than ever. God, we pray that you'd touch us today with the Spirit of God. Give us unction to preach the Word. I pray you'd fill my mouth, guard my tongue. Preach me, God, with accuracy inside the bounds of the Holy Writ. Draw lost people to be saved. God, those backslidden, cold, indifferent, out of fellowship, wherever they might be, God, they know today, Lord, I pray that they find this thing that they need, our Lord and Savior today, God, draw close to him, no matter the battle that's going on, no matter the circumstance in their life, God, I, you are, the God, nothing is too hard for you. So do your work. Help me, Lord, preach your word. One more time. Like a dying man to dying people for the glory of the King, I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. and Amen. We have here a king who has disobeyed God, and because he's disobeyed God, the kingdom has been pulled from his hands. Now, he's still in power, but it's just a matter of time before the boy in in chapter 16, who God has anointed by the name of David, is gonna be the king. They find themselves, and the enemy has come against them. As a matter of fact, where they're bombing Israel right now, where rockets have been landing is in very close proximity to this very, where this thing took place. I found that very interesting this morning. That the rockets are falling and and they need to turn back to their God. Amen. Uh, Listen, we have here, we have here, David is the shepherd boy. Now he is not here when the battle begins. We find two places. We find, let me give a glass. I can't see. We find Shoko and Azika. And this is where this is where the Philistines are gathered in the place of Ephesdamon. Now Shoko means this, it means to be hedged. Azika means to be tilled. Ephesdamon means a boundary of blood. So here we have this. We have, and the, in this I found this interesting. The enemy is closest to the hedged place. But they're both close to the boundary of blood. Now, one has been tealed, I think that's a, a Zika where they're at and they're in the valley of Elah. They're close to Elah and that means a strong tree. Let me just get something right here. I'm not trying to make the Bible say anything it doesn't say, but it's full of types and shadows. And when you begin to see things in the scripture that it just don't say it on the page, but then you think about it in another place and it lines up perfectly with what you just read, I don't know about you, but it stirs, it cranks my tractor. Here we have So we've got a boundary of blood, we've got a strong tree, we've got one that's hedged up and one that's being tilled. Listen, I'm beginning to think this is a picture of what Jesus done. Let's see if it is. So David here, let's just, let's just in our mind today, let's say David in this place is a picture of Jesus. He's the anointed king. Saul has lost it. His father sends him to the battle. Are you with me? David's just there doing what he does. And the father says, go to the battle. Not only go to the battle, but look, check on your brethren. He come into his own, and his own received him not. Jesus was rejected of his own brothers till after his resurrection, and then they saw the light. So we see him at the battle. We see him sent to the brethren. Is everybody, are you with me on this? Can we see, can we see Jesus in this particular place. And watch this, hey, and if he wins the battle, he gets a bride. Oh, hey, when he wins the battle, whoever beats this guy gets the bride. Are you with me? Now, is there anybody in here that's ever read anything about Jesus and the story of Jesus that wouldn't agree with me this morning? That's a pretty good picture of him in the Old Testament And he's working at a place where there's a strong tree and it's a boundary of blood. I'm seeing Jesus all in this. And he's going to get a bride. That's what we're going to be, boys. That's what we are if we're in Christ. Say, well, no loan here. You're talking that transgender junk. No, I'm going to tell you what. God's going to kick gender out the door one of these days. Hey, and the girls that saved are sons of God, and the boys that are saved is part of the bride. And God knows how to work it out, and nobody's going to be confused about it. Here we have. Them. I'm going to preach on some things David found in the valley. So David leaves the sheep with a keeper. I think that's a picture of shepherds under shepherds today, when he's doing what he does. Somebody's got to be taking care of the sheep. And by the way, they remain nameless. And there's a reason for that. God knows them that are his. Yeah. And there's a number that no man can number save him. And he knows who's his and who's not his. There's a lot of listen. There's a lot of artificial Christianity, especially in America today, but God's got every one of his fruit trees named, praise God. He knows what you're producing and what you're good for. Here we have him, we have this, and David just shows up, and he's just doing what the Father told him to do. Why did Jesus come? He said, I'm not coming to do my own will, but the will of the Father, which is sin. In the garden when he's praying, he said, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. It was all about doing the will of the Father. What do we see with David here? His Father said, take this to your brethren. And there's a whole other message in what he takes them, but I'm not going to preach that. You know, take some things, some things you eat, some things that's going to sustain you, the things that will enable you to fight. But they're not fighting, they're afraid to fight. Amen. And there they are on the hillside. And David shows up with the sustenance that his brethren needs. Going to keep going for a few days. And, and, and what does he do? He hears somebody cussing the armies of Israel and their God. The first thing David finds in the valley is a foe or an enemy. You know the first one's going to show up when you get in the valley? Am the only one in the building today? You know, as soon as you get the valley, don't look at me like too sanctified. I'll put my, I'll put my Jim McComas halo checker on there today. First thing, you've been heard a little bit. You've been moving. The enemy has cussed and carried on. You've heard something. Something's come your way. You wind up in that valley, and the first one shows up there. The devil's waiting on you to get there. Yeah. first one David runs into is this foe standing in the valley cussing his God. And his righteous indignation flares out. Amen. And he goes to his big brother and them and his big brother whines about it. he just laughed because he didn't get anointed king. Right. Be careful about seeking position. That's right. Amen. Yeah. I found this. It's the guy that don't want it that God gives it to. and he finds the phone. And nobody's doing nothing about it. They're watching it for 40 days, brother Roland. They've watched this guy come out here, cuss them, they're gone, turn around and go back. shot his cape, they shot his horse out from under him, they shot his hat one time, but old George just get up and he would leave the pack. Hey listen, David said, who is that? Who is this? Who's this? Who's this uncircumcised for listening? Yeah. Somebody said he took them because his brothers. I don't believe that his brothers wasn't there. Just Goliath. The brothers aren't there. Now, a that with them later? Well, actually, Abishai and some took care of them boys. But Goliath's the one there. And it's going to take something to beat him. It's going to take grace to do it. You can't defeat your enemy except by the grace of God. Amen. You'll never do it. Right. You'll go down and defeat you may try to, I'm telling you, till your last breath, but you'll never be victorious unless you got grace on your side. And right here, right here's something. I'm reading this, and Goliath had said before David had proved the armor and all this, he had said, here's right the way I want this work. He said, you send me out a man. For the Lord. Amen. Amen. And I think Elias a picture of sin because David's going to defeat that thing. And there's only one that ever beat it holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners. He became sin. Check. Hold on. Who knew no sin? that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Well, when did he become sin? When God turned the lights out and judged him on Calvary. He put, hey, Jake, he put Michael Collins, sin on the perfect man. How about that man? On the perfect man. Who never done nothing wrong. Never done nothing. in faith. He said you come to me with a sword and a spear and a shield. I come to you in the name of the Lord of Hosts." On him from that day forward. What about Don David's sin from that day forward? What about the tiny lot and killed somebody from that day forward? What about? not coincidence. Right. Too many things line up. Right. It's a picture of all the things Jesus, they are Jesus doing these things. And they're sinning. The biggest thing you fight against, how I fight against everybody in this building, everybody watching on this video, the biggest thing you fight against sin. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. For all have Seen. Thank you. So we know. And if we say we have no Oh, we deceive ourselves, the truth is not us. Here we go. Oh, I got you the free will madness. Here's the problem with some old-time free will matters that's preaching humanistic perfection, and they weren't perfect themselves. Amen. Yeah, that's true. How do you know that? Because I know them. Yeah. <laughs> some of them is pertinent. Calvin Evans said one time, about a bunch of preachers that you all know, Calvin, the whole man Calvin was in the middle of them. He said, I don't know how God blesses that bunch right there. Do you know what we need, Rick? We need faith and grace. come against you and that giant's trying to take you down and he's mocked you and made fun of you and said you can't be saved you can't live for God. That church isn't where it need to be. That bunch of holy rollers are too loud, too shouting. We don't need to be in that place. Devils come against you at your workplace, said you'll never accomplish anything here. Devils beat you down at your workplace, beat you down in your family, beat you down at your schoolhouse, told you young kids that you will never amount to anything. Devils come against you. I tell you what, stand up with five stones of grace, bring faith to the place of the battle, and let God take care of it. Jesus. Amen. That's why he died. Yeah. Yes. Let him fight you back. Let him beat that man. You're happy to be there. Let him. Oh, right here. My so friend is going to just pick us on. What happens if David never leaves the father's sheep? Eventually, Goliath's going to kill somebody. And he, not just somebody, he's going to kill a bunch. And then the armies of the Philistines are going to come in and they're going to start taking back what God gave them. Matter of fact, this land, this city belonged, Soko belonged to Judah, it was Judah's. They had no business in that place. Are you with me today? Listen, the devil and sin has no business. You already, all souls are mine. Amen. It belongs to them. Whatever you matter today, play me something. Pastor Mike McCoy thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.